0: Hey Jeff! Hey Jeff! Welcome to Hey Jeff, a podcast about Survivor and a bunch of other things. This week because we're taping like five days after Survivor aired, yeah. So.
1: We're late. We're late because we had a very important date. I had a date with movers this weekend. Brett had a date with a lady named San Francisco. Both we just of us. All, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we were both out. Of, we were both out of sorts. Not really able to get in front of a mic. Or a computer this weekend. It was yeah. hard, Sorry.
1: but I just I am happy to report back on the other side. It was the best moving experience of my life. I think
0: that's great. How, moving how, is
1: usually very stressful.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's 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 not fun. No, we're all like little hermit crabs that you would find <laughs> on a beach in Fiji,
1: mm. and
0: every few years, capitalism uh. makes us put everything we own in boxes. And, <laughs> oh my God, why do I even have this stuff?
1: Oh yeah. It sucks. I mean, but my, I live my life in a way where I go through what I own like at least twice a year and I snip snip. I'm ruthless. Marie Kondo's got nothing on me. I am ready to throw, if anyone needs to purge any items, you need to call me in because I will get rid of that shit.
0: It doesn't, it not only sparks joy, but it sparks like a bloodlust of rage where you're yes. like, I want to, I need to get, I need to kill things. And by f- kill things, I mean, yeah. throw away, like, why do I have this piece of paper? Why do I have exactly. this receipt? Why do I have this receipt?
1: What is this doing for me? Nothing. Get it out of here. Get it <laughs> out. Snip, snip. <laughs> so, so it was great. And ha- I hope you had a wonderful trip.
0: I did. I, I admittedly had a very early flight this morning. So I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I'm a little wired. But so we have a bunch of stuff to cover today. Uh, There's an episode of Survivor. We'll talk about it. Uh, You know, like there's a new one coming out in like 48 hours. There is a new episode of Succession, which I certainly went out of my way to watch. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, there's some, there's just some light news. Uh, Let's start with Big Brother for our namesake for our Hey Julie. Um,
1: Yeah, we'll revert back to Hey Julie for a couple (laughs) minutes because this was like, I mean, it's old this news is, now, yeah. but it honestly really confused me and took me by surprise when Brett texted me <laughs> that Claire and DX, surprise, they're dating. And not only are they dating, but they announced it with an Us magazine profile You got to get paid.
0: You got to <laughs> get paid to make an announcement in the creator economy. You of all people should know this. Like
1: I know it. Oh, I know it. But like... It really surprised me that I know they're still hot off of BB23 like hey I'm this still using This is the using-
0: hottest they'll ever be and they uh, were yeah. they were like a cold fountain soda. Right. At McDonald's. Like Yeah. Big Brother contestants are not hot anymore. The Big Brother contestants get hot when they go on the challenge.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm so true that's when they really cement
0: themselves as reality stars exactly so like yay strike while the iron's hot you uh, hey us weekly send a photographer to this uh photo studio at the mall so we can take some (laughs) glamour pics yeah uh there there was some shirtless stuff going on i just
1: it took me all everything about this took me by surprise i didn't see any particular (laughs) chemistry between them i mean I they were close,
0: he, like strategically yeah. in the middle of the game when it was, everyone was getting evicted <laughs> and the cookout yeah. was still there. And these were kind of two of Tiffany's allies that stayed around through the middle of the game. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't go like read all his articles and stuff, but it seemed like this might have blossomed in the jury house.
1: Yes, that is what happened. And apparently I didn't realize this, this is in the article, Derek X said that he knew from week one that Clara was his type.
0: I mean, I reacted strongly to
1: this. (laughs) I felt hurt. Oh yeah. Because
0: and you know what? Maybe me and DX have just we have similar types. Like I I'll just be weird. I like, I'll be honest, I like weirdos. And Clara's Uh a weirdo.
1: Yeah. I, I do also love when it's like I have a type. Tall, hot,
0: blonde. <laughs> wow. What a she type. She is very she is cla- she is classically attractive in that way. But also she's 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 like she's weird. She's like No uh, she is. She's a weirdo. Yeah, she, she, we saw her playing like She's like Checkers that joke. <laughs> You know Riverdale. Brian Parker or whatever. You remember Riverdale? No, I know. I don't remember anything from Riverdale cuz I've never <laughs> seen it. Why would you ever say, remember Riverdale to me?
1: There's one part. There's one siege from season one of Riverdale that went viral. Where Jughead wearing his little... Remember in the
0: Cowboys game yesterday (laughs) when they went to overtime? (laughs) Same thing. Tell me about Jughead.
1: Yeah, he's wearing his little crown hat that they make it into a toque. Did you ever read the comics?
0: No, I know there's Jughead. I know there's Archie. And I know there's... Two women.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The two genders. Yeah. They both are in love with Archie.
1: Yes, exactly. Veronica and Betty. Well, in the show Riverdale, which is like on CW and it's hot and dark and, you know, updated. (laughs) Jughead gives this speech where he goes, I'm a weirdo. I do weird shit. I wear a hat. That's a toque, but also a crown. <laughs> like, he just goes through all this weird, all this stuff. And that's how you feel about Claire. You think she's a weirdo?
0: She is a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, so there's pictures. He's, like, got his shirt off. Her hair is blown in the wind. But also, it it's is like... crazy. I, I do want to talk a little bit about, while we're here... Yeah. The post the post-show lives of these people. I feel like this group in particular has been like a little bit more online. And as we've said, you and I do not go out of our way to follow these people. I have not followed a (laughs) single one of them, but I still follow like BB sort of accounts, the same accounts that are giving me live feed updates and making jokes and stuff. So like, it feels like more than other seasons, this crew is like, why should I buy a plane ticket back from LA to wherever I'm from, right? And they're just kind of hanging out. And they're getting their photos taken for us weekly. They're doing photo shoots at whose house? Who's the guy? Todrick Roderick.
1: Toddrick Hall.
0: Toddrick. <laughs> I'm such yeah. a dad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roderick? Roderick. Who's a Roderick?
0: <laughs> what's his parent? What's his What's his mom's phone number? I'm gonna text her if you're out too late. Is that what parents do?
1: Yeah, it felt like the only person who went home was. Xavier, the winner. He was like, "I oh, got my money. I have a I'm job." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I'm like, I gotta get paid more money to go be a lawyer than be in this yeah. house with you, Slappies.
1: I can't. Uh, I, there, there's also been like a um, a forgetfulness of a forgiving and forgetting of Kylan's dirty ways, and because he's one of the holdouts who stayed and has been partying, and everyone's
0: loving it. Well, he lives in L.A. He. He, he, he sure doesn't does. have to stay at Todrick's house. Uh, no. I'm there's like a greater chance that I'll see Kylan at the the local Chipotle well, arguing about exactly. you put three ounce you put three ounces of chicken in last and and last week you gave me four ounces of chicken in my bowl.
1: I haven't forgiven and I haven't forgotten. I will always no. remember.
0: Is so everyone else re- on
1: the internet can pretend that he's just like a great guy now, but I will always remember him threatening a class action suit.
0: <laughs> is is he just great in the room?
1: Maybe some people are. Some people have like so you vibe? meet them. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, you might be a psychopath, but you're fun right now. You brought that tub of cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like good, the, good for everybody. I mean, yeah. Are they going to come back? Couples, couples uh BB24? With, I'm sure they with would DX love that. DX and Claire as coach.
1: I really find the pictures very upsetting. I think mean- they're weird.
0: <laughs> they're just they're they're weird because they're like in some like they're just in a uh a formless studio.
1: And his like shirt they're just is in front off. of a gray
0: background. His shirt is off. It's like school picture. Like you show up and there's that sort of just like bluish gray background. That's what it is. It's just very weird. Like, I don't know. I feel like if Kim Kardashian is announcing something, I'm pregnant again. I'm <laughs> being Kanye yeah. back. I, whatever. Right. I feel like that Us Weekly thing is like, she's out the beach. She's th- doing something. I don't know. Like, this just literally feels like they're like, come to the mall. There's a store it that's not in really business does. anymore that, that does like the glamour shots.
1: And they're, but <laughs> we rented thing. it they're, for an hour. <laughs> they're young, cool Gen Zers. I would think that they, I think they're Gen Z. I would think they'd be self-aware. So that's why I'm, I'm like, is this a joke and I'm just not understanding? Is it meant to be a joke?
0: I mean, it's, someone even said... <laughs> Uh, BB fan 022 hit us up. Do you think DX and Claire are giving off sibling vibes? <laughs> I saw that. I saw a tweet that said that a TikTok they posted gave us those vibes. Um, I don't know. It's just so weird because we didn't get the context of yeah. of that. But I guess it may. And it's funny too. Like you think back to another uh, more recent BB couple, Nicole and Victor. Mm. They. Same, they were not like together in the house at all. If anything, didn't they have like a bit of a contentious relationship? I think
1: he, he was crushing on her, but she wasn't into him. She was with Corey, well, he on was the crushing
0: show. on some other. She, yeah, he, she was with Corey or one of those like bland guys Corey. that's always yeah. on Shelly and Clay. Clay, yeah, I, I'm getting Clay confused with
1: very similar. Corey.
0: Corey was Christmas. Clay was just like a weirdo. Anyways.
1: Yeah. But Corey was but, not what? Christmas Abbott, who was on BB19 <laughs>
0: and All Stars. Uh, yeah, so we have the... I think Christmas and yeah. your boy, Memphis, who <laughs> <laughs> fucking tour. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing because <laughs> they were not together in the house, although Memphis made some aggressive overtures i would (laughs) say right and then afterwards they're like oh yeah we're dating and i was like oh yeah that kind of makes sense you both probably like are a bit roided out and like in the same age range and you know probably like go live in arizona and like yell at the government in the way people who, who do just i get that vibe from them and I don't know, Dex and Claire, they're both young. I think he's 24, she's 25. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like, he's Listen, hot. Everyone loves him. He's like America's famous favorite. He's always got his shirt off. Good for them.
1: It's not the first and it won't be the last time that we've got some hookups from BB. I will say this conversation has inspired me to look up Christmas in Memphis just to see if they're still together. Seems Any like they are. records. <laughs> no, their last post on the grid for Christmas is a photo with her and Memphis. So it's all good. There's a lot say- of money to be made being a, a BB couple. This will definitely like bring their raise their social star rating.
0: I will say this. If you are going to hook up on BB, you want to hook up at the jury house.
1: Yeah, for that sure. That
0: must have been weird for everybody else. Like everybody gets a everyone gets a bedroom. I don't then, think they do.
1: I think they have to share bedrooms. No. Yes. I don't think my husband that way.
0: Mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's many questions left unanswered.
0: I mean, but that's the I'm just saying that's the way you want to do it, right? Mhm. You get all the benefit of the hookup, but you don't have to do it on television.
1: Yeah, but like if you're really- Like those
0: gross people in BB20, they're all like hooking up and like <laughs> using the shower.
1: But that's the thing. If you're really being conniving and smart about it, if you really want to use it to your advantage, you actually do want to hook up during the show while it's airing so that you get airtime and then you'll get more interest on no, your socials I, after.
0: No, I'm all, I am all—I don't care about my socials. I just care okay. about love. Well,
1: I don't care about love. I care about <laughs> follower count. I care about endorsement deals. I care about my brand being longevity and making sure that, you know, that's, that's the mind frame you need to get in. My
0: brand is crisis. Your brand is longevity. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. uh, We're done with stupid big brother. Um, Should we go to Survivor? Should we go to?
1: Yeah. Let's talk about Survivor. survivor.
0: Well, then we'll make our way to the fun stuff. it's so
1: old. Yeah.
0: Okay. We won't spend too much time on this right
1: um our boy jd wow i was shocked were you shocked
0: (laughs) no because i accidentally saw it like right before i was watching i need to just like (laughs) i need to just mute survivor for the next like three months because i saw it like right before i was gonna watch it uh and i watched it that night but like you know everyone the whole reality you know people like us who are actually more active in the like reality show community. They're just right. tweeting, man.
1: Yeah, there's nothing to stop. Listen, people be tweeting. You can't stop a person from tweeting. And it's their right to tweet as the show airs on the East Coast. That's their right.
0: I, I mean, I think well I'm glad that like after my rant about JD last week, that he didn't like make it to Final Three and come around and do like <laughs> it wasn't, be like everyone's favorite. Uh
1: it really was, it was an interest, it was an interesting episode because you had the one tribe who were like dying to go to tribal council because they wanted to get rid of Erica. That was
0: interesting, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they just couldn't lose. They Nasir was not gonna let them lose.
0: I loved it. That was so yeah. much, that was so much fun. Deshaun doesn't trust Erica. He wants to throw the challenge and he he tries to get in there and do some really, really embarrassing looking ring toss. Yeah. Throws. And he
1: was tying knots instead of untying knots. And yet they still <laughs> got it open. That I, team is too good. They're too good. There's so many of them. Uh, it was interesting. And, you know, she didn't. Here's the thing. She's kind of still a little forgettable, Sydney. Because that's what started this, is that Erica mentioned wanting to get Sydney out, and Deshawn and whoever else were like, we love Sydney, no. And they told Sydney, like, Erica's got your name in her mouth. And we got, you know, the name of the episode was named after Sydney's quote, but Sydney says about herself that she's savvy as hell, good-looking, and a physical threat. And can I just say, same? Oh. (laughs) I loved it. Love Sydney. I, I wanted more of her, but there is just too much to fit into this episode.
0: So it's just, I see, I Sydney, so much. we like Sydney. We like yeah, Sydney. She's got, like she's got Sydney. a bit of a tube. I um, love that. I, I, I want to go back to the reward challenge. Just backwards oh, yeah. a little okay, bit. Yeah. Um, Our girl, Heather, who might've been my girl preseason.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm using the collective hour. Um one of the worst, one of the worst, like just challenge performances we've ever seen. Yeah. And she can't shoot the little ball and and do the little leg up drill through the ropes and catch it. She it's just hard, yeah. I mean, Tiffany did it.
1: Tiffany did it. I was impressed by Tiffany. Now and, my standards are so low for Tiffany.
0: But then I, but then I want to come back to Tiffany because. Heather breaks down and cries. She, she can't control herself. She's beside herself. And then afterwards, everyone's like, you're okay. You did the best. You tried the 100% and that's, that's all we can ask of you. And Jeff is like, hey, everyone's just sending you all these nice vibes and saying these nice words. What does that mean to you? And she's crying or whatever. And Tiffany... Tiffany, of all people, goes, it's all about not giving up. That's what matters. (laughs) Tiffany, whole girl, you are the worst person at challenges here other than Heather. Like for Tiffany of all people to be like, you gave it 110% and like just trying is all that. Like, shut up. You can't do anything. Just like clap and say good job and shut. I don't know. I just thought it was funny for like Tiffany of all people to do this. Like just like saccharine fake. Like Mm -hmm. you you tried. I I thought this is a great episode for Tiff, by the way.
1: (laughs) Tiff, she killed it in the comps. She had some good uh, straight-to-camera confessionals. She's doing great.
0: She gives Um, me a lot of anxiety, but I kind of do want to see her continue into the game.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say, yes, it was sad. Like, seeing Heather be sad about it was a bummer. But, like, she gave the fodder for Jeff to make an inspirational speech. So, really, she gets to win in that way.
0: Uh, yeah, Yeah, I mean, we all win.
1: Jeff, if Jeff was like, if Jeff
0: has given us a speech, oh my he god, he was
1: gleeful that he got to talk about like every season on Survivor. We do these challenges, but you know what? I keep coming back to Survivor. He loves to give a like insight into Jeff Probst's mind.
0: I feel like he's been doing a lot more of that this season. I feel like yeah. every episode, he's like just giving us the why on something. He's
1: given. He's like, let me tell you. Let me take you to Jeff's corner. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And to give some thoughts. Just pulls Um, up a little
0: little stool and and an acoustic guitar.
1: Here's a question for you. Yeah. Do you like turtles?
0: I wrote down all caps. (laughs) (laughs) Turtles.
1: I like turtles. I like turtles. (laughs) There were so many of those little suckers. They were so cute. That was so cute. I was a little
0: bit freaked out at first cuz mm-hmm. you know Survivor, man, they cut to like oh it's a spider eating a bird. Right. And a bird pooping. Yeah. Uh you know, <laughs> some sea cr- I I get willied out by by sea creatures that like I just they do mm-hmm. a lot of these interstitial cuts to like the the local f- fauna being gross and like yeah. killing each other cuz that's a metaphor for the game. And then they cut to it and I think it was Tiffany's like, yo, what it look was at this. Tiffany.
1: Yo, it was Tiffany. Just as a side note, again, great episode of her. She's the one who discovered the baby turtles. The
0: turtles. <laughs> and uh, and then it cut, I just didn't know what I was looking at. I'm like, what is this monstrosity? And it was cute baby turtles.
1: And they were scur- Like Can that is what? the definition of a scurry yang. They I don't know where they all were, but they had to get into the water. What were they doing? I don't know. I don't understand nature. You don't know how turtles
0: are born. Sea turtles. No, no. The I don't. mom, the mom turtle gets out of the ocean, swims to the beach, digs a hole, buries okay. a bunch of eggs, and then they have to hatch and then crawl back to the, the ocean. And I think there's. Uh, I think if they don't survive, you know, I think many of them don't survive the trip or can't figure it out, and that's sort of mm. like nature's first test like right if you can't make it back to the ocean like a minute after you're born you probably well, weren't going to make it in the ocean
1: here's the question what if you don't make it back to the ocean but you do make it to the sewers of manhattan of new york, you're york city trained, baby and you're trained by a rat into the now, ancient
0: were the, <laughs> the Mutant ninja, ninja turtles sea turtles or were they more like There's different types of turtles.
1: Oh, are there? Yeah, there's different types of sea turtles. A sea
0: turtle lives in the ocean. It lives in salt water. And then there's other turtles that are more swampy. Land
1: turtles?
0: Yeah, more like freshwater. You know, living in a swamp, living in a lake.
1: Some turtles are rude as hell. I don't know. (sighs) I I wouldn't want to meet them in real life. These turtles were sweet, though. They're absolute angels.
0: That Raphael one's got it, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to meet sure. that in a dark alley. Um, we got to touch on okay. <laughs> speaking of the of the first challenge, the lug, luxury challenge. So, oh yes, <laughs> Jeff's oh, we have to. like Jeff's like the prize for this challenge is that the first place prize is that someone's going to be at your camp and they're going to teach you how to live off the land. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> and then, no, it was yeah,
0: it, it was no. iconic. It was. Teaching a man to fish and then get, and then second place is you get a fish, you only eat for a day. You teach someone, Mm. you give a person a fish, they eat for a day. You teach them to fish, they eat for a lifetime. You were teaching the winning tribe to eat for a lifetime.
1: You might think that. Until you saw what this guy was trying to teach them. And then it was like, oh, they're never gonna learn how to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, he was like, so just Oh, I'm give me Spider-Man, the by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fish looked good. Listen, the team who had the fish were very happy. They were enjoying a delicious meal. While the team who had Nathan, his name was Nathan. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: No, I got Nathan. On, I got Nathan just just below the Turtles. Nathan
1: on the dock. was <laughs> He came out of nowhere. For, he was like, suddenly there was Nathan and he was on a tree. I was like. Yeah, Wait, he was on
0: a tree. And instead of climbing down, like how you would, you know, decelerate, deescalate from a ladder feet first. He's like, let me just spin this bad boy around. And he spun and he shimmied head first down the tree like a psycho.
1: But also, they they did not give a good intro to Nathan. They taught, We're talking about him as if he was Nasir on the other team. They were like, he just knows how to do everything. I was like, wait, I don't remember this guy. Like, well, I thought he was part of the cast, and he just hadn't gotten any screen time yet, and then suddenly he was busting <laughs> out all these cool moves. No, they did not do a proper like, intro package for Nathan. He's just like a
0: local guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, or, like... <laughs> He's just a local guy who knows a lot about the nature and the and and you know how to harvest different plants and, and fish and live off of the land. We got a great question from Coma Joan. It's my first time watching Survivor in a while. Am I supposed to know who Nathan is? Do they have him as a reward every season? <laughs> That's I feel I'm like saying. they barely explained it and I was confused. It was cool watching him climb trees though. Uh, yeah, I, I I've never seen Nathan before. I don't think he's like, I don't think he's like Chris the Joseph, you know, right? But I don't know. Just <laughs> like he's a guy, a guy. I like, you're like all right. You, you know, pay, paid two hundred bucks to like show up and like teach he these gets, idiots how to he, get a coconut off of
1: a tree. He smashed that coconut open with his bare hand. He just well, he did everything. Hit it open. I don't know. It was it was very strange. Uh, for a show that usually has very good who that over explains a lot of stuff, we did not get a good enough explanation of who this man was and what he was doing after like the commercial break. It was not enough, but yeah, I appreciated all of his tricks. I thought they were very cool.
0: We love we love Nathan on this. Yeah, pod.
1: absolutely. Um, so I also just wanted to say something that Jeff said. Sure. <laughs> it's only day nine. <laughs>
0: Well, they're like halfway through. It's only twenty six days.
1: It felt. It has felt like it's day thirty. So much has happened already. Well, it's like so day thirty of us
0: watching this season. It's like
1: yeah, it's like week true. three
0: already. Um, J- we got to come back to JD and we'll wrap it up on the Survivor okay. talk. Um, he's just he's just he's just a bit much.
1: I he is much, but like. I did not expect him. I thought it was the slam dunk genie. I was like, wow, this is going to be a boring tribal council because it's just so obvious that she's going to be the one going home. I really thought that for sure.
0: It's hard. I've watched so much Survivor in the last year where I'm beginning to sort of get I'm beginning to see how they telegraph who's going home because like after the reward I'm sorry after the immunity challenge is done they'll cut to someone and be like all right now that we know that this team is safe or now that we know that this person is safe x person is definitely going home <laughs> that person never goes home right sometimes they do every once in a while there will be a surprise but like uh, yeah i mean i unfortunately knew found out before the show aired who was going home you know so i got to watch it through that context but i I don't know. I think last week they were just, it was between JD and Brad, like the double you know, the W you don't know. Yeah. And then they were back again. It's like, all right, this guy's out. This guy's just, oh, a, a, they wouldn't be able to control him at all, like after a no. merge.
1: No, definitely Jeannie, not.
0: I think they just kind of see as like, I don't know, obviously not super trustworthy, but like she's been so innocent and so out, not innocent, but like she's just not really part of it. At all. So it's like well, she's she kind was, of almost easier to mold at this point than than J.D.
1: I don't know. She was wilding out at the beginning of the episode. talking about Oh, how that was great. To, yeah. <laughs> you cook yourself. <laughs> yeah. So she is a little bit of a wild card. Um, yeah, I was very surprised. J.D. was very surprised. It was a good blind side. It was a satisfying episode of Survivor all in all.
0: I did see a great tweet sent okay. to us. Yeah. JD's evicted uh, it was Kent, Kent who tagged this for us and JD he gets voted out and he goes any reason and uh, this person on Twitter at the Michael O'Rear says or oh, just uh, wrote that and then the 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 shot of Kylan talking to <laughs> Xavier after he's evicted like uh, any reason? yeah no um, just say goodbye just say goodbye and walk away right. Don't ask people.
1: You're out. I mean, you You're can't out. help it. You need. You need that. You want a little closure.
0: But that was perfect, JD. Right? That was yeah. like a little bit too. Like you just were voted out. We no. You don't need a reason. Goodbye. Watch the show. See ya. I'll see you in three months in Los Angeles when you but give me a million want, dollars.
1: And here's something. Listen. This is a life lesson for everyone out there. A relationships life lesson. You ain't never gonna get closure, so don't go looking for it.
0: I love this. I (laughs) recently gave this advice to someone in my life who wanted closure on something. And I said, another person in this world, this is not survivor talk. This is not big brother talk. This is life talk. (laughs) Another person in this world cannot give you closure. You got to give yourself closure. Exactly. If you are leaving a relationship or a job or that, uh, I don't know if I can move on until this person gives me closure. That person is living their life. They don't care. Yeah, They are not going to give you closure. Them coming to you and being like, I broke up with you for X, Y, Z or whatever. That's not, I promise you, that's not going to make you feel any better. That's not going to yeah. give you closure. Closure is going out and staring at sea <laughs> and doing yoga. I don't know what closure is, but closure is something you have to give yourself no one can give it to you.
1: Exactly, exactly. I'm, we're very much aligned on this. Um,
0: I hate when people are like, I just need closure. It drives me, like I you don't know so what I'm you're gonna, talking about.
1: I just say, you're never gonna get it. Never gonna oh, yeah. get it, never gonna <laughs> get it. <laughs> um, all right, speaking of closure, we had the season opening of Succession yesterday.
0: Oh my gosh, all right. last night. Uh, I guess we're going to be a succession pot for the next 10 <laughs> weeks. Uh, sorry if you don't watch the show. The show's just absolutely fantastic. And the very, last very night's good. episode was just, it was, it was just right where, I mean, literally it started 10 seconds after the finale from two years ago left yeah. off and they just picked, they just picked off with like, this show is
1: just good. That's throwing its wanted. fastball.
0: It's so good.
1: I don't want to see them, you know, in 2021 dealing with COVID. I was so happy. I don't want to see anyone wearing a mask. I don't want to see any of that. I just want to see straight up. Where, let's pretend it's 2019, you know, like, let's stay there.
0: They, and they played all the hits. They played Tom and Shiv having a very awkward, difficult married couple conversation. Yeah. Where someone says, I love you. And another person does says not. Says thanks. Says that thanks. That is...
1: That is not a, I don't believe that is a common married people conversation. Usually that happens when you're not married, before you get married, when you realize this isn't going to work and one of you is going to want closure. That's when that happens.
0: Um, We got, we got such hits as uh, Roman being alone in a hotel room with Jerry and making sexual advances. Sexual, yes. Just all, all the good stuff we had. Kendall, back on. I mean, I, I think it's unclear what his drug usage is at the moment. Manic, but he's certainly manic, uh, and led to some of the 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 best moments of the show, including uh, a reference to one OJ Simpson and the juice being loose.
1: <laughs> so m- Kendall in this episode reminded me of my former boss, like of it your was what former boss? Oh. And it it was like note perfect what it was like dealing with this person where he like hit that scene with him. And I don't know what they were if they were like PR people or communications experts. Those two oh, girls.
0: Oh, my gosh. that was But when he was, brings them yeah. in
1: and, you know, they're chic, they're put together, they have a pitch, they're ready to go. They're not intimidated. They're like, we're going to, you know, they're so ready. And he's just like, I want to hear it, but let me talk. Like, that is exactly what my farm boss was like.
0: Exactly. And they just never let you get in a word.
1: Exactly. And it's like, they have a whole plan that probably would be so good, but you're never, they're never going to do it. They're going to do his plan. And his plan is probably not good.
0: <laughs> oh, and it's, no, it's going to be, it's going to suck. and It's going to end <laughs> in him like screaming at them and firing them or whatever. Yes. And yes. I mean, it, all, it, it felt a little bit like in season one when he's kind of on the outs with the company and he, he takes this meeting with these young women who have this startup around like selling art or whatever. And he like, the opening of the episode, he's like buying these like cool sneakers and he's doing the thing where he shows up in a suit, but with sneakers. And he's like, he takes off the sneakers in the meeting. He's like, oh, I I was trying to be cool to be in this meeting, but actually I don't need these sneakers. You just take them. I love his whole like- It's good. Just like Jack Dorsey on- Mescaline, like yes sort of vibe where he's just like he's trying to say cool tech i can't do it but it's like he's trying to say cool tech things and he's trying just to innovate but he's also trying to seem you know turn around that chair and just like be the cool substitute teacher it's who's so like so specific it's it's incredible yeah it's so specific I mean, he,
1: and it's so yeah. real i'm telling you i worked for this person like it is so real and um Like, I don't know who they've studied and who they've worked with, where they can write it like this, but it's really good.
0: We also got, uh, we also got some, a lot of time, probably the most ever in an episode with his ex-wife, Rava. Right. Who was introduced to his uh, current love, the chick who owns the the daughter of like the CNN equivalent company. Thank God she got a haircut.
1: Thank God her hair is very short and sharp now.
0: It was it short and sh- sharp last year. Was it? Yeah.
1: I, keep, I get a lot of the blondes on this show confused, I have to say. That's my one How many part. blondes
0: on there? There's, there's just her and Connor's,
1: Jerry. No, there's Connor's girlfriend. Oh, there's, that's just
0: different, uh, Willa.
1: Okay, but then there's this Naomi, this blonde. And then there was the blonde that Roman was dating at first.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Roman's dated a few.
1: Yeah. Including, and hard I think, to Debicki. No, Dabicki wasn't in Succession.
0: I think she might have been. This was years ago. Known. Succession took a two-year break.
1: I would have known. I keep close tabs on my <laughs> 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 Um, Here's a thought. Listen, yeah. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not looking to nitpick. But this did cross my mind yesterday as I was watching. You know, in the offseason... Memes get started. Fandoms get started. People become obsessed with certain characters, certain actors. And I'm sure the writers and producers are reading all of this. And I'm sure they can't help but let it seep into their brain like, oh, they like this character? Let's give them a little more. Do you, I, I feel like I don't want too much Cousin Greg. I really don't.
0: And Cousin Greg is like a folk hero to like all the young I feel like many of the young female fans of the show are like, Cousin Greg's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in real life, he's just like a tall, tall, lanky, (laughs) hot guy.
1: Yeah, he's like (laughs) 6'6 or something.
0: Um, Yeah, I think.
1: He's tall, but he's not threatening. Because sometimes yeah. when, when men are tall like that, they're usually like also muscular or kind of—I don't know—they're scary in a way. I mean,
0: I, I, it's something I deal with all the time, being so tall <laughs> and muscular.
1: <laughs> but he is not threatening at all. He's like nice, soft boy. So, so that's a good that
0: pe- women you, like that. You're right that there might be. I, I I agree with that sort of concern troll of like. We don't need too much, Cousin Greg. Not like, too much. He's gonna yes. overstay his welcome.
1: Exactly. I just want a sprinkling. Make me want more. You know, leave me wanting more. I don't want too much. This Like what they did with Tom was perfect because I also love Tom. But Tom they is didn't. My favorite character. We didn't have too much of him last night, and I think that's exactly how it should and be. And we didn't.
0: And we also didn't get Tom doing his like Jekyll and Hyde routine. Like he right. was kind of just like alone Normal. with. He was kind of with like all like. Logan and, and like Frank and those guys and stuff. Yeah. where we really get to see Tom shine is when he's like back at the CNN off or ATN or the Fox news offices, whatever the name of the, the, the network is. Yeah. And he's being a, he's being like a, evil dictator and then he comes home and he's like such a little weenie to his wife (laughs) and to his father-in-law i mean like i think that's one of the good things about the show too especially with kendall is like you see these two versions of everybody and like you see how they are at work and then and then you see kendall like literally sitting in a bathtub like going catatonic or <laughs> yeah. you know and then he's like riding these highs and, and the the line of the show which had me screaming was he's in the car this is in the juices loose scene where I think his cousin Greg is like well at least you haven't killed anybody or whatever and he says <laughs> who says I haven't killed anybody and it's our first <laughs> It's a. it's the first time he really acknowledges spoilers for the show if you haven't seen it He kills a guy in season one.
1: Yeah, wasn't it a kid or it was... It was like a waiter.
0: It was like a young waiter at Shiv's Shiv's wedding. Right. Remember, he was like on a ton of drugs and stuff.
1: Yes, yes.
0: he kind of spent all of season two just like... He's just this like broken puppy because he he wants to get away from this. And now he's like, I just stabbed my dad in the back and who knows, I'm just going to be a little fast and loose with these references to things I may or may not have done because the juice is loose.
1: Yeah, uh, it was great. Great scene. I mean, just comparing himself to O.J. Simpson, is like <laughs> amazing. Um, Shiv, I thought, had an OK episode. I'm, I am I want to see her be more evil. I'm like, some characters are more fun when they're doing the playing rather than getting played. And I think this episode was her getting played. So I'm excited. I think she's going to go like join up with Kendall and then eventually stab him in the back. So I'm excited for that to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was a lot of like, it felt like it was just kind of setting up all the pieces. There was a lot of like, all right, these people have to go here. These people have to go here. These people have to go here. Yeah. And figuring out the right combinations. I'm like, oh, it's weird that like Tom's gonna be with Logan for at least the next episode or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. It just seems like an odd combination. Um and it was also just again by like playing the hits. It's like we haven't seen any of these people. Here they are, they're all doing like their iconic things, what and we're you just kind of setting do, yeah. the chessboard and then it's going to play out and like with other seasons so much happens so much little random things where it's like oh we have to go to geneva for an episode <laughs> and like you get these weird combinations of people it doesn't it doesn't all stay in one place they do mix up the the combinations a lot it's yeah I, it, it was an excellent it was an excellent hour of television hell i might watch it again
1: i agree and um i just i don't stay up and watch things live often. Like, I'll usually just watch them later. But for Succession, I was like, I've got to watch this as it mm-hmm. airs. Like, this is the conversation right now.
0: Um, there we go. Watch Succession. Sorry we spoiled many, many points of the show. Uh,
1: Sorry. Sorry. But
0: it's, it, you're missing out. Um, we have another thing.
1: Yeah, I just, real quick, <laughs> I saw a tweet from Variety that uh, talked about how Mel Gibson has been cast in the next John Wick. And color me confused. I just, it's it's such a weird move. It is so weird. Speaking of Jughead, it's weird. <laughs> 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 to take a franchise that is so built... That is so built upon, like, goodwill from fans, good word of mouth. Like, people love this world. In this world, like, justice is done. It just feels so off for them to be like, yeah, let's cast one of the worst people in Hollywood in the next one.
0: (laughs) It's specifically... He's not in the next John Wick movie. He is in... A John Wick television show spinoff, okay, on stars.
1: Well, thank you for clearing that up. I just read the headline, so I, you know what, I'm reporting fake news. I guess
0: no, you're not. You're not. But I, I should clarify that.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good clarification.
0: It's, I think there is one acceptable ending to this, is that he is on the show, and in the first episode, as there is a lot of gun violence in the John Wick series, in the first episode. His character is shot in the head, and we never see from him it again.
1: I just yeah, I, is, I still don't even think possib- that makes it worth it.
0: Ability That this is all like you, you hear all this stuff of like, oh, in the first episode of Lost, Jack was gonna die. In the mm-hmm. second episode of Breaking Bad, Jesse was gonna die. Like you have all these things of like, oh, they cast all these, they they cast the show, they do it, and then like, oh, I have one of these characters who was like the most iconic part of the show. Actually, was not really going to be part of it. What if they're doing this? What if they're like, we're getting Mel Gibson because it's a name and it's going to cause a lot of. He's like, a, he's a legitimately hated, hated, hateable, hated right. person. Yeah, and you watch it, and you get the wish fulfillment as it happens in the John Wick universe.
1: It reminds me of when <laughs>
0: of Mel Gibson getting shot.
1: <laughs> it, well, it reminds me of the. Um, the PR push for the House of Wax movie in like 2006 oh, the or whatever. Yeah, where the tagline for all the posters was like, watch Paris die.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Have I gone on my Paris Hilton rant on this podcast yet?
0: The floor is yours.
1: I just want to say, I know we're all looking back at early aughts media and we're... Having a cultural reckoning. I think that's very good. I think that's wonderful. Uh, you know, hashtag free Britney, of course. I think we, we look did at, it. We, we freed her. Yeah. We look at Britney and everyone's like, she got the rough end of the stick. Like, we were wrong. We shouldn't have been treating her that way. She's a good person. She deserves a second chance, blah, blah, blah. I totally agree with that about Britney Spears. But the same thing is, some people are trying to make happen with Paris Hilton. And this is not the same thing. I'm not aware of this. This I'm not on
0: this level of TikTok.
1: Paris Hilton is a bad person. And the media though often wrong was probably right to hate her back then and yet because we're in this like yes queen empowerment like she's she made money and so she makes money she's a queen and we stand that like yeah
0: i mean everything from that to the (laughs) impeachment show which i'm really enjoying by the way of telling the story through monica Lewinsky's eyes it's like all right can we reconsider any all these things that have happened in the past three decades if we uh Look at it from a female perspective, right. which we, we've never done in uh, human <laughs> history before.
1: <laughs> but I, I think it works for for Monica Lewinsky, absolutely. Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, there's been so many examples of her being an absolutely horrendous person. She has been born she, she's everything that this gen, current like Gen Z generation should hate. She was born into wealth. She's has been on record saying homophobic and racist slurs. She's been horrible to women. Her everything she stood for has been just shallow, vapid and horrible. And and she's probably a landlord so, oh, 100%. You know.
0: <laughs> what is a hotel? She's a Hilton. What is a hotel but a landlord? So, i a just daily sick. landlord with breakfast.
1: I'm sick and tired of people trying to make like, okay, we should have been nicer about Paris Hilton. No, that family is not, does not need you to look at them in a sympathetic way.
0: I don't remember, I don't remember 2007, but like, was she not in control of her own image and her own story and her like at at the peak of her powers? Right, like one would she imagine was. she was like an executive producer of the the crazy life with Paris and Nicole, <laughs> or whatever it was called yeah, yeah.
1: the farm the life.
0: Crazy. I don't know. That was that was that the show the, that like really the set them life. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The simple. Well, what like,
1: set her off was like first she was in the magazines, then she had the sex tape, then she had. the Well, yeah, life. obviously
0: the sex. I mean, we who hasn't right. been. Got their 15 minutes of fame From a sex tape But like That happens But not But not Most people don't watch The sex tape But then like She has the show on Fox The Simple Life or whatever Yeah But like One would imagine That she is in control of her image, even, even at that time, even though 2007, whatever, was a long time ago.
1: But she's not. She's Britney not, Spears was exactly. a teenager
0: who's being controlled by Disney and her father and the, and the music industry, which had been doing exactly. this to pop stars for a long, long time. Britney was Spears is from being, I, I might be wrong. Yeah. Educate me. But like, was Not was Paris Hilton like being controlled by like a media conglomerate in the way Britney Spears was or being controlled and manipulated by the fucking government and the president the way Monica Lewinsky was. No, she's rich. If she didn't want to do something, she could be like, fuck off. I'm going to be rich somewhere else. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm so glad you brought that up. Britney Spears had no one to protect her. Paris Hilton is upholding the status quo. Like she's just a rich girl who's still managed to somehow people keep buying this shit and keep, she keeps finding ways, you know, she can afford a really good PR team who can trick the masses into thinking, oh, now we should feel sorry for Paris, who she also had a really hard time in 2007. Give me a break. (laughs) All right. That's what I just had to air that out.
0: No, that was great. I'm so glad you did it.
1: Thank you. Um, (laughs) I think we got to most of our questions.
0: No, I got it. There's a Danny question. Oh, please. At eTollinator, are you going to see Halloween Kills? Question mark. Any upcoming movie releases y'all are looking forward to?
1: I absolutely would love to see Halloween Kills, even though the, the reviews I have seen have been... I won't even say lukewarm at best. They have been poor. <laughs> oh, they no. have been very poor. Yeah, people are not loving. People are not loving it. They say it's really bad. But I still do kind of want to see on it. It's on
0: Peacock. It's not it on. You guys don't get Peacock. We
1: don't get Peacock here. I still can't even watch um, Malignant. Okay, speaking oh. of horror movies, it is not available at home in Canada. Canada is just getting shot on in terms of like
0: home movie watching. Um, I'm not seeing Halloween Kills. I've never seen any Halloween movie. I'm never going to see a Halloween movie. Not yeah. gonna see it. Never gonna see it. <laughs> uh, what about?
1: Would you see Last Night in Soho?
0: I I don't know. I gotta wait till the reviews come out. I gotta find out how scary how scary that yeah. movie really is. I like Edgar Wright. He's a, an amazing filmmaker. Everything he does is really really good. From Spaced. Tashaun of the Dead, and so on and so forth. But it's like a horror movie. And I mean, yeah, he knows, Edgar Wright knows genre very, very well. It's why he's mm-hmm. such an excellent filmmaker. And he can, because he kind of grew up on that, he's on the younger side, he's able to convey genre and story and tell stories visually in a much faster way uh, than, you know, a, a more standard or classic director. Anyways, yeah. So he might be able, he might like underst he might know what's like broken about scary movies and make sure that's legitimately scary. I don't know. I'm you interested don't want to in see seeing that. it. <laughs> I don't want to be scared. Maybe I gotta maybe yeah. I gotta wait. I mean, maybe it's, yeah. it's maybe it's gonna be on HBO Max or whatever. I can just watch it at home. I would love to see forward. it, but if it's too scary, I don't know.
1: I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to the House of Gucci of oh, course yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be amazing. I'm looking forward to the West Side story uh Steven Spielberg version. I'm looking forward to um, the what's it called the the house of the dog the the voice of the dog it's with Kirsten Dunst it's like it was a um a fest the power of the dog it was a festival favorite. Um, so that's my art house pick that I'm excited for, and then, um, what ha- did you see the trailer for Licorice Pizza?
0: That's what I was gonna bring up.
1: Okay, I don't Feed know about me this.
0: The Licorice Pizza.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm I not am sold.
0: I am, I am there. I don't care. I don't I care if the bubonic man. plague is going around <laughs> something thirty times as bad as COVID. I am seeing that shit in the theater.
1: I love my man, PT. You know, I love him.
0: It's a return. He's coming back to the valley. He's coming back home where he's from. Yeah. I just. No, Pizza is like my number one most anticipated.
1: The trailer didn't move me. I'm sorry.
0: Why aren't you a white guy from Los Angeles?
1: (laughs) It's got, I know people were excited that it's got a little hame in it.
0: Oh, it's got a yeah, it's got
1: Little one of the Hames. Hame.
0: I think it's got a bunch of the Hames in it. Maybe, um,
1: but that doesn't excite me either. I don't like the band Hames.
0: Oh, they're so Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't just Listen, power to them. I, I support them. I just their music's not for me.
0: Oh God. <laughs> what did you I'm like? New. What song did you suggest the other day? My favorite Lizzo song and Cardi B yeah, was it... <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Um, okay, here's another question, though. Actually, about regarding Survivor for many Stan, how embarrassed would you be if you absolutely blew the challenge and everyone was clapping for you? <laughs> um, well, they're just trying to be nice. I would, you know, what I love attention, so I would still be. I wouldn't be that embarrassed. I'd be fine with it.
0: I would hate it. I would hate <laughs> it. I hate stuff where it's like, at least you tried. It's like, shut up. Just tell me I suck to move on.
1: We also got, I just want to it's say. It's not
0: inspiring to suck at a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what Jeff would say with his like little Jeff, Jeff corner, <laughs> as you, as you called the it. The
1: inspiration is you don't give up. You never give up. That's the true. That's the lesson.
0: I have a suggestion. Instead of trying the same fucking <laughs> horrible strategy of like. I'm going to throw it up and not even like hit the little track that it's supposed to land in. And then I'm not going to run. Like, how about you try doing it better? How about you watch someone else do it and learn how to be good at it instead of just trying the same horrible strategy and sucking and crying.
1: Um, I,
0: <laughs> you failed. I also... <laughs> you stole the busy lifting drink.
1: <laughs> we got a late like comment from someone who doesn't follow us who yes. has zero followers and who has no actual tweets just replies yes. to tweets so i'm gonna call it out but so oh
0: that <laughs> reminded me
1: yeah go ahead
0: no go, go you go for it. i'll pull this up the other thing
1: okay so so aaron we we discussed this earlier aaron B, bb fan 022 said did you think DX and Claire give off sibling vibes I saw a tweet that said that a TikTok they posted gave off those vibes so in that TikTok they're doing a really cheesy dance it's like everything that TikTok is not which it really frustrates me to see these BB23 contestants using TikTok in probably the worst way possible which is like as if it's still musically like it's 2021 guys you can use TikTok in a different you don't have to do dancing you really don't but um this person, I immediately
0: at, say, not interested. Anytime TikTok shows me a a, a human being dancing,
1: the, it's like it's the most. It's not even basic. It's just like old, old. It's like they're boomers, and they think that's what TikTok is. You know, it's very weird. Um, from, so we got this comment then from Taylor directed at us and at Aaron. That's literally just the choreography of how that TikTok goes. Hannah personally talked to them. You think she's going to teach them a sexy one? And I just, you know, yeah. it's such a random comment from someone who like has no context for what they're talking about.
0: I would, I would like to. So this is what I like got excited about like yeah. 90 seconds ago. We should have a segment of people of reading tweets of people who don't follow us and who have no followers interacting with our tweets.
1: Yeah. We we got another one a while ago, right?
0: It was from last week. We didn't podcast last week. It was from six days ago. Yeah. So, Derek Frazier was, like, getting into it with Josh Martinez on Twitter. And I just posted the Spider-Man pointing meme because it's like... Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're both like hot messes who got very far into this game on like social skills. And like, but I mean, Josh won. I mean, but like they're both like hot messes. Right. And I don't even know what the hell they're fighting about, but they're both like they would fit an archetype of like hot, useless messes. Right. On Big Yeah. <laughs> And I just did the Spider-Man pointing at each other meme. I don't even know what they're arguing about, but I see Derek Frazier and Josh Martinez. I'm like, this is the same person. Yeah. Yeah, getting into a fight with himself. Of course, these guys are going to be fighting. And then Bob Katz retweets it. 16 followers. I don't know who he is. He doesn't follow us. And he retweets my Spider-Man pointing meme. And he says, you are an instant celebrity. And everyone takes time to figure out where they belong in the world of fame. Look at anyone who attacks you or makes accusations and use that to strengthen yourself with a great future that you're going to have. These geniuses are not your guides.
1: So, what? did he mean that the spider man are not his guides? Are we the geniuses? We?
0: No. <laughs> are, are we, we the people attacking you? I don't know. Are, who is he talking to? I
1: was so he's tell, maybe
0: telling Derek Frazier that you—he's an instant celebrity, and we are the people who are making accusations. I'm making an accusation that Derek is a Spider-Man pointing at another Spider-Man. <laughs> these geniuses. Okay, who who are these geniuses? Are not your oh maybe that's us. That's maybe us. you're right. We're
1: the geniuses. It feels like I the think. end
0: of Pulp Fiction, where it's like maybe I'm the shepherd. <laughs> And you are the righteousness of God. I don't know. I don't know what he says at the end, but Bobcats, welcome to the welcome to the Hey Julie, the Hey Jeff. Some zone. people
1: unwittingly, <laughs> like Taylor and Bobcats, they unwittingly step into the Hey BB, uh, Hey Julie HF hey universe, and they don't know what they stepped into, and they want out, or they will eventually. <laughs> That's much, okay.
0: Much like the little, I uh, you know. I- iconogram puzzles on Survivor. Submit your answers. What, is this, what do these riddles mean? Mm.
1: Yeah, submit let them us know. to us at
0: HeyJulieBB.
1: Let us know. Thank you all for your questions and comments. We know it's been a while since we podcasted, but here we are. Yeah. And we'll be back very soon.
0: <laughs> I would hope so. You're not moving again this week, right?
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm staying put hopefully for a while.
0: Me too. I'm not going out of town. So
1: So we'll be back to bless your podcast devices. Bless. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Bye, Jeff.
0: Bye, Jeff.